0: Welcome, everybody, to the April 2013 edition of the Learning to Lead podcast. This month, I sat down with Don Belt. Don Belt is the Chief Investment Officer for Heffern Tillotson and serves on the firm's board of directors as well. He is responsible for developing investment strategies and security research, impacting over $8 billion in client assets. In addition, he supervises Heffern Tillotson Asset Management, a division of Heffern Tillotson, providing wealth management solutions for high net worth individuals and institutions. Mr. Belt is a chartered financial analyst charter holder and a graduate of the Securities Industry Institute of the University of Pennsylvania. He received an MBA with a finance concentration from the Joseph M. Katz Graduate School of Business at the University of Pittsburgh and a Bachelor of Arts in Economics at Allegheny College. Mr. Belt is a member of the Association for Investment Management and Research, the Pittsburgh Society of Financial Analysts, and serves on the board of directors of serving leaders. Don and his wife Lisa have three children, Donald, Maxwell, and Gwyneth. And outside of the office, Don enjoys golf, fly fishing, and outdoor activities. So, this was a great interview. I know Don through my experience at serving leaders. He's a great guy, uh, works for a great organization who do a lot of work all over the city, and they're just doing great things. So, uh, I hope you enjoy this interview. I hope it adds value to your life. And uh, as always, if you have any recommendations of someone you'd like me to interview, please let me know. I'd love to hear your suggestions. Enjoy. But, hey, Don, thank you so much for, for being willing to be interviewed today. It's an honor to spend some time with you. And you just start off, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, your family, what you do here at Heffron, and um, what you're passionate about. Yeah,
1: thanks for having me, Doug. Um, I, uh, I am uh, married to uh, lo- my lovely wife, uh, Lisa. And w- uh, we have three kids, Donald, uh, Max, and Gwyneth, uh, 12, 10, and 6 years old. Um, I currently uh, serve as Chief Investment Officer of Heffern-Tillotson here in Pittsburgh, and uh, I'm very passionate about uh, what I do here at the firm. Um, I'm very passionate about my family and about uh, impacting other people.
0: That's great. So, as Chief Investment Officer, talk to us about that role. What what is that? So, what do you do? What exactly do you do if you had to explain it to someone?
1: I uh, develop the investment strategies uh, that are uh, deployed across our firm. So I uh, really help our advisors choose which uh, areas of the global financial markets to best put their clients' monies, uh, developing mixes between uh, cash, bonds, stocks, and other types of investments.
0: That's great. So, walk us through your leadership journey. Um, you know, did you always aspire to get a corner office one day? Uh, is that something you always strove for? Uh, did you always strive to be a leader where you were at? Um, walk us through that. Whatever that looks like for you.
1: Yeah, I've I've always uh, kind of wanted to uh, be in a leadership position. I always kind of dreamed to uh, own my own business. Oh really? You know, yeah. and um, I've, I've taken a number of uh, steps. Uh, both educationally and professionally, to help me advance in my career, um, I went to uh, undergraduate school at Allegheny College uh, with a, a minor or a major in economics. Um, I went to uh, Katz Graduate School of Business for my uh, MBA, and um, and thereafter uh, pursued a number of uh, professional Uh, training and education certifications to uh, build my knowledge within the industry and then also uh, uh, professionally through different coaching engagements and uh, leadership development uh, activities.
0: That's great. With that, so obviously you're a lifelong learner. What are some of the, the coaching programs or training programs you've gone through that have really made an impact on who you are and what you're doing?
1: Well, in my in the finance in the financial industry, uh, the most significant was the uh, chartered financial analyst uh, designation. It's a uh, it's an intensive three year uh, training program covering all aspects of financial analysis. Um, on the uh, leadership side, I uh, went through the Leaders Collaborative with uh, serving leaders and. Um, I uh, did some work uh, called aSEma which is a motiva- motivated abilities uh, mapping uh, that really identifies um, kind of my my strengths and where I operate, uh, where I'm most effective in operating.
0: That's great. So how did you learn leadership? I mean, was it modeled for you at a young age? Did someone teach you it? Did you learn it here at Heffron? Um has it just been a lifelong journey, or are you just starting to step into learning what it means to be a leader? What does that look like? It's,
1: it's, really, been a, uh, it's really been a lifelong journey. Um, I think every, every step of my life I've, I've probably picked up some aspect of, of leadership along the way and uh, have certainly uh, been, been mentored by uh, different people uh, through my career. And um, so it's it's a constant learning process. That's
0: great. Speaking of mentors, name one or two people who've had who have mentored you, made a tremendous impact on your life, and uh, what did they do to make that impact?
1: Uh, one of my most significant professional uh, mentors has uh, been our uh, our CEO and and chairman, uh, Kim Fleming. Um, she's really. Um, mentored me ever since i i came to heffron tillotson um and she's provided wise advice but also i think what's unique about kim is is she lives out what she teaches in her own life um so she has a very very strong set of values that she operates on um she's very humble in the uh in her personality, and um, despite all of the recognition that she gets for her impact on other people, um, and she's a very selfless individual. She she cares deeply about others, and um, you know I've, I have been a beneficiary of of that. Her outward focus towards positively impacting other people, and. Um, yeah, she's she's clearly been uh, had a major impact on my life.
0: What are what are one or two of the the best things she's taught you, maybe personally that have been like, wow, this changed my life. Other than her example, like, if there, is there any lessons that you're like, wow, I really learned this, even if it was by watching her? Yeah, just really just how much
1: she gives herself away to, to other people. You know, she's an in, an incredibly busy person. She. She uh, comes to work at, at uh, 4 a.m. Oh. And uh, and uh, throughout the day is just constantly, uh, despite all of the business responsibilities that she has, she's constantly giving herself to people within the organization and outside to a number of great causes. And, um, and uh, when you talk with Kim, she is... She, really engaged with you she really cares about what you're saying and uh it's not distracted about the other about by things that going on around her and the person she's talking to she's really engaging and um you know really cares about
0: yeah that's great so with that i know we've talked and you said you know a lot of your career we'll talk a little bit about that later but you've had a tendency to focus more on goals than, than focus on the people around you. Not that you didn't care about the people, but the goal was more important than the people. And it sounds like in the past few years, you've really started to reverse that mindset. And It sounds like Kim's obviously had a huge influence on that. But talk to the people that are listening that may not be, quote-unquote, naturally people person, a people person that they constantly give their life away. They're more focused on the goal. Can you just talk a little bit about your transformation and uh, what's that? What does that look like? Well, um,
1: one of the one of the things that helped me in my transformation was a I did a uh, three hundred and sixty uh, analysis, which uh, was a series of interviews of all different people around me within the organization, asking a number of of questions about. Um, on my capabilities, how, how I move within the organization. And uh, one thing that uh, came out of that 360 analysis was that I wasn't devoting enough time to the people uh, on my staff. That I was very focused on us hitting goals and we were effective at doing that. But um, I was not as focused on them personally in their in their own development. So that that uh, that feedback was, was very helpful in me in, in uh, helping me realize that things needed to change in that regard. And uh, just the uh, maturation of my, my faith uh, and giving myself to other people has uh, clearly um, just added fuel to the fire Yeah, in that regard.
0: That's great. So in your job you have a lot of responsibility. I'm sure you have a lot of goals to focus on. What do you do on a daily basis to set up your day? So you know how do you structure your day so it's as productive as possible and you're focused on the right things and not the wrong things? Well, I I have uh,
1: a series of goals that I try to achieve. Uh, they're a rolling set of goals. I don't um, I don't necessarily have uh, you know do a kind of beginning of the year planning session or anything like that. They're just rolling goals of accomplishments that I want to achieve both personally and professionally. And I uh, try in my time allocation to really uh, make time to achieve those goals, uh, delegating things that are less important uh, or that other people can do better than me and uh, really focusing on um, those things that I think are most important for uh, the organization for, uh, you know, my con- continued development and, uh, you know, to impact people around me.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, can you talk to us about maybe one or two of your greatest leadership failures um, in your life and what you learned from them? <sighs> Big smile on your face. <laughs> well, the uh, I think my, my leadership
1: failures kind of go back to the issue of uh, – Focusing enough attention on the people uh, on my staff, um, I think during the, t- during the period of time when I wasn't focused enough on them, uh, you know, that lack of attention really flowed through to um, issues on my team, you know, personnel troubles, uh, people unhappy with their positions, uh, but it's been it's been remarkable since I've changed my viewpoint towards them how how much um, you know our our team dynamics have changed yeah and um, it's it's been a real joy to to see the impact that it's had on the, on my staff so it's been that that was clearly a a area of failure but it was also kind of has been an area of success yeah uh coming out of that
0: no that's great so with that because the 360 analysis i think is interesting so i'm just thinking for a lot of people when we get feedback if we got feedback from you know people up above us below us beside us saying hey you don't you don't devote enough time to people you could have taken that and been like wow i suck or i'm I'm the, and just this is a failure. I'm a failure. I'm never going to be good with people. And just giving up. Mm-hmm. You know, talk. Can you talk about what, what, how you internalize that? Because I think a lot of time we take criticism and we can beat ourselves up as opposed to see it as an opportunity to grow. Like it sounds, you did. Like mm-hmm. it sounds, like you did.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I've always kind of been a person uh, that has valued uh, feedback. I think it's. Um, you know, uh, listening to the instruction of others—it's a very biblical concept, and um, I think it's it's critical uh, in your growth having people around you that are willing to um, to give you true, honest feedback. There's uh, you really have to search for it because a lot of times people will tell you what you want to hear. Uh, but a lot, in in many cases, that's not necessarily what's best for you.
0: Right.
1: So uh, just having kind of a constant desire to continue to grow, if you're in that mindset, then then feedback's absolutely critical to identifying those areas that that you need to uh, improve upon. Um, and it you know feedback goes both ways. It can identify uh, not only your weaknesses but the, your your real strengths. Uh, that you can leverage more effectively
0: that's good so again you're an executive very busy man how do you make sure and how do you balance life and work so you have three kids you have a wife how do you make sure you're you're giving them the attention they need and, and making them the priority they need to be along with all the responsibilities you have every day
1: yeah Why?
0: um one thing i'd I do
1: it well I do do it through a few ways when when I'm at work I you know I'm very focused on on the work that I need to do um, I don't you know fool around or or waste time while I'm at the workplace uh, I try to be home for dinner every evening hmm. to be with my family um, and I try to leave the weekends for uh, family time um, and then I also carve out time of my schedule to do purposeful things uh with relating to my kids in their lives so um one thing that i'm work i'm doing now is coaching uh two of their basketball teams oh that's awesome so uh you know that's doing something like that's a big time commitment but it's so impactful on them and it's it's wonderful for our relationship how are you doing as a coach we're doing so well.
0: Is there a future career there for you? <laughs> no. no, no.
1: It's uh, it's it's been great to to work with the, work with kids. That's one of my uh, it's one of my passions in life. Just kind of uh, helping kids, hmm. um, you know, see what's special in themselves, and uh, um, it's been it's been a lot of fun.
0: That's awesome. So I know that uh, your faith affects uh, your life and your your work. Can you talk about how your faith impacts your work, uh, and maybe even a little bit about the culture here, because I think it's a, a unique culture that allows you to live out your faith. Yeah. Um, and specifically, I know that the, I think the question that you ask in your lunch. Can you talk about that with the guys that you meet with? Hey, what did what did you do this week to glorify God in your position? Yeah. Talk a little bit about that as well, because I think that's so powerful.
1: Yeah. So. Um I, I meet with a group of uh, three other men uh, once a week uh, for lunch on Mondays and um, we meet, uh, we start out with uh, reviewing some scripture and then we we get into each of our lives uh, really focused primarily on the workplace and the challenges and opportunities that are before each one of us um, and uh, we're Every uh, every week as we go into that uh, lunch, we ask ourselves, and during the lunch, we ask ourselves, what did we did what do what did we do over the past week to glorify God? Uh, knowing that you have to meet with three other guys on Monday at lunch and tell them how you glorified God in the workplace, um, you know it's it's a, a good challenge and it's something that has made me think be aware every day what am I doing uh to glorify God and um it's really kind of uh helped me bring my faith into the workplace because uh, there really shouldn't be any any separation you should be uh who you are where you are as as uh one of our bible teachers yeah. have, have taught us here uh Bruce but um it's been huge hugely
0: valuable for me that's great um moving into a little bit of the organizational leadership side um and you started talking about i guess a a minute ago but um i've heard a lot of great things just about how great the culture is here at heffron can you just talk about what makes it great what makes us a great company to work for as opposed to other companies in the same industry yeah so um the, uh, I, t- I talked about kind of the shared values that,
1: that we have as an organization. That's uh, that's something that's really been important to help galvanize the the company about around what's most important to us. Um, there's a, a clear servants attitude that begins at the top with uh, our chairman Kim Fleming, and uh, permeates all aspects all areas of the company. People are very willing to help each other out and are very focused outward uh within the company and into the community. So there's so much involvement of people um in the community. You know, we've been uh, recognized numerous times for uh philanthropic uh efforts, support, you know, you know, the United Way, um the Heart Association, uh, a number of different efforts. So, um, kind of that that servant's attitude is is really really separates the company. Um, one one other thing, and it it relates to that, is uh, just how focused the company is on uh, meeting the needs of our clients. Uh, our industry kind of has a a bad reputation of uh doing whatever it can to make a profit Mm -hmm. right
0: yeah
1: um clearly the the goals of of this firm are doing whatever we can to to help our clients so the client really comes first at heffern tillotson and uh, and you can see it in kind of this the services that we provide and how we provide them
0: that's great um I think you answered this, but in case you want to say anything else about it, what, what did the leadership do and, and do they continue to do to, to make sure this culture is sustained? That when new employees come, you guys get a bunch of new hires, that they, they don't just miss the, the whole point of what you guys are trying to do. They get the values. What do you guys intentionally do to make sure that everybody gets that? Well, we do, when new people come into the,
1: the firm, um, we, uh, we do orientations. Uh, from all different areas uh, of the company that reinforce those values. And I think one other thing is that we tend to hire people that have the same or similar values as our own. So it's it's kind of a natural fit when somebody comes into the firm. Um, you know, they just kind of they just kind of fit in to the organization. Um, there's a constant reiteration of our values throughout uh, communications within the company. So we do a, uh, an annual breakfast every year where we focus a lot on what's important, what's unique about the company. Um, it's in regular communications by uh, our lead- leadership. and um, I think that that's mostly. It.
0: That's great. So you're a CIO. You have a C in your title. And uh, a lot of people that listen to this are young leaders. And I know that a lot of us aspire like you did. I'd love to be in a leadership position one day. I'd love to get a corner office. Can you just talk a little bit about that journey and what advice you'd give to young leaders? You know, Do you work, 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 and not care how many people you step over? Just talk about your journey and and what advice you'd give to maybe your kids if they were looking for something like that.
1: Yeah, well, um, I think one piece of advice is to, to uh, pursue what you love I, I I, always had an interest and a fascination in the uh, financial markets and how they worked and um, I've been uh, lucky enough to get into an organization in, in that area and I think when you're doing something that you love things just come easier to you naturally so uh, I, w- I would really encourage people to uh, Define find things that they love, um, uh, you know, every aspect of the job isn't going to be perfect. But uh, if 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 you're an area in an area that excites you, that's really aligned with uh, your skills and interests, I think you success will be a byproduct of that, mm-hmm. or or you know, growth growth within an organization. However, you def- define the success,
0: it's good. So, for young leaders, as you look for people to promote from within, what characteristics do you look like? It sounds like you you hire the right people, but you know those people that are looking for to get to the next level in leadership. What characteristics do you see that separate people that, that make the the jump versus those who don't? Um,
1: a, a few things. Um, first is uh, you know just seeing their actions, their dedication, their effort towards making. Uh, Our our group, our company, successful. Uh, Integrity and trust is absolutely critical. So, um, rarely will someone advance if they have not established the trust of the people around them uh, through integrity and in the way they think and the way they act. Um, You know, an outward focus on uh, other team members. So. Uh, it can't be all about themselves and, and taking credit for everything. It's really working together in a team atmosphere and, and leveraging the strengths of each person around them. And uh, I guess the last one is just kind of always trying to get better, you know, kind of that commitment to excellence where you're striving uh, every day to do things better, to um, just create better results. So.
0: That's great. So I have to ask this. What what financial advice would you give young young people just starting out their lives? So, hey, if you're going to set yourself up for financial success 20, 25 years from now, you need to start doing this now.
1: Well, a few things. Um, one would be to create, establish a written plan. So there's tons of research out there that says, you know, goals that are written down are much more likely to be achieved. So... I would say uh, establishing a written plan of the things that are most important to you, Um, saving regularly. So there's a number of vehicles through which people can save. You know, just starting out, it's the four hundred and one k that may or may not be matched by their employer, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, IRAs, uh, uh, contributing to to the IRA on a monthly basis. And then setting up some some personal savings and uh, to meet um, you know future future goals, whether it's a purchase of a house or uh, other goals that might be um, important to them. And then the last one is just stay out stay out of debt. Most of the trouble that I've seen of young people is just getting so far into debt earlier in their career. It's it's just so difficult. To dig out of that, um, so that that would be uh, that's a critical factor. And then the last one is um, at a young age, I think it's extremely valuable to uh, give give to others uh, financially because giving has a obvious benefit to uh, you know the church or people of need. Uh, but the impact on you spiritually is is profound, and uh, it can really help lessen money's grip on you if you're able to give away. You know the the blessings that uh, God's given you.
0: Yeah. So, would you suggest also getting like a financial Advisor, uh, and what does that look like? So a lot of young people, it's like, hey, I know sh- I should invest. I know I should do all this stuff, but I have no clue where to start. Do I just Google something and look, and just whatever comes up, go with that? Or I mean, what, what suggestions do you have as far as investing as a young person?
1: I I, I would definitely say seek the wisdom of uh, wise counsel. <laughs> um, you know, we we all have areas of expertise that we operate within. Uh, somebody that that does financial planning and investing for a for their job will be aware of of the best places to um, put money the best ways to execute a plan so I, i would definitely say seek out the wisdom of an advisor
0: great okay last couple questions more personal stuff um but, you know, you, you have the corner office. What does the next, you know, 20 to 30 years look like for you, and what do you want your legacy to be? Well, uh, I'd love
1: to uh, continue my career at, at the firm, uh, continue in a leadership position within heffern um, in In recent years, much more of my focus has been outward into the community, so I would really like to have... An impact on people's lives throughout the community. Um, uh, most of my focus to date has been on the lives of youth, and um, I'm not sure whether that will continue to be the the fact. But um, you know, what 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 better legacy can can we offer than to to posit- positively influence people's lives? And uh, that's kind of what I'd like to do.
0: That's great. Um, I'm not sure if you're a reader or not, but if you are, what are some of the best books you've read that you recommend people reading to grow? Well, in in business, um,
1: Good Good to Great is is a wonderful book. Um, For somebody starting out to get a proper a good view of finances. There's a book called Money, Possessions, and Eternity.
0: Hmm.
1: And uh,
0: I'd, I would highly
1: recommend that one.
0: I've never heard of that one. Great. Uh, and in closing, uh, what are, any other advice you give to young leaders? Or anything else that you want to say? <laughs> um,
1: what, I'll run through a list of the uh, we have interns Uh, come in each year so I I give them a a series of uh, uh, advice
0: yeah give it to us
1: okay here's here's the list of them okay Uh, never sacrifice your character Hmm. Uh, maintain integrity and always do what is right stick to your word okay next is pursue your interests and leverage your strengths um don't, don't focus on money or material things or necessarily position. Focus on uh, the things that really interest you and where you're, where you're strong. Maintain life balance. Never stop learning. Um, mistakes and challenges are learning opportunities. So uh, when you go through trials at, at work in your personal life, uh, look at them as, as a learning opportunity. And um, uh, next would be don't be afraid to take educated and calculated risks, uh, especially younger people that are new in their their careers. Uh, your ability to take risks without having to worry about uh you know, providing for a family and your yeah. kids. Those worries aren't there. So it's a perfect time to be able to take risks. And uh, I w- as long as they're calculated and well thought through, I would do that. Um, next would be to uh, be humble, know your value, uh, but, uh, but avoid a prideful attitude. Next would be to uh, maintain... Trusted friends and wise advisors. So don't go it alone. Uh, start saving early and consistently. Consistently. And then, lastly, uh, give to others your your time, talents, and, and resources. So I think uh, those are those are not all easy things to do. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. if you can. Keep those in mind and work towards them. It will provide a very uh, fulfilling life.
0: Yeah, it sounds like you got a book there. What do you think? <laughs> do you have any interest in writing?